Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear conversations from influential people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in your communities. These behind the scenes conversations will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. On today's episode, you guys will have a new host. Jamel is stepping into the hosting chair today, taking over with his friend Robert Pena in the guest chair. They are going to be talking all things mental health and the military, and you will find out what Mission 22 is and why they decided to join in on a challenge for the month of May. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode with your guest host, Jamel Hughes. All right, today we're going to, I'm the special guest host of the Color Influence podcast. I'm filling in for the beautiful Aisha Morgan um, with uh, Robert Pena, good friend of mine. As everybody knows, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. So um, he's been doing a little program this month um, for Mission 22 doing 90 miles for the month. First, I'm gonna tell a little bit about myself. Like I said, you know, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I was in the Army for like 20 years, retired to start first class. You know, I've seen a lot of uh, things during my time with uh, veterans going through mental health awareness. We had programs to help them out. And um, that's a little bit about me. Now I'm gonna uh, put it on to my guest for the day, Robert Pena. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, man? I was in the service for about, uh, let's see, I did about four years active, uh, yeah. four years National Guard. Okay. And, uh, you know, for those eight years, I uh, only deployed once. This was back in 2003 to 2004 okay. at the uh, invasion of Iraq. Uh, thank God I made it home in one piece, and so did a lot of my uh, fellow brothers, but also uh, had a few that didn't get a chance to make it or they lost the battle here back home. Yeah. Um, this Mission 22 is, it's more than just 90 miles. It's remembering those that I lost personally and bringing awareness out to the community. I feel it is, uh, it's, it's, and not so much from a military aspect, but we forget about this type of uh, this type of disease out there. I mean, there's there's kids 10, 12 years old committing suicide because of whatever their life is, you know, kind of whatever they're taking on. Um, there's so much negativity in this world. There's so much putting putting you down, or or social media too is also having a huge effect on on how we think what life should be. And, uh, you know, our youth are the ones that are seeing a lot, they're taking a lot, um, civilians, and most importantly, the veterans. Yeah. So this challenge is to just create awareness um, and to hopefully, by the end of this month, give more perspective over mental health and 22 veterans a day what that whole slogan means. Right. And I was looking up some uh, stats the other day, like I didn't know that 
20 veterans, 20 veterans die from suicide per day. Like 20 veterans, like each day, 20 veterans die from a type of suicide because of mental health. And uh, you said you was in Iraq, right? Yeah. And uh, you just did one deployment or two? One. You just did one? How Did you stay for a year or? Uh, we were there for about 15 months. 15 months. A little months. over oh. a year. Okay, yeah, I did I did three tours out there. My last tour was uh, 15 months. Based on the mission that you did, do you think it kind of affected you because you were away from your family? Um, you know, when we, went out, when we first went out there in Iraq, I know me, you know, I was away from my family for the first time. Um, at the time I was married, so I had to deal with that. You know, uh, issues back home and stuff like that. So how did you deal with that as far as being away? Yeah, man. I mean, it was some good questions there. I, I mean, uh, I mean, first off, let's see, I was 19. Okay. Deployed. My 20th birthday was spent <laughs> over there. Oh. Um, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't in any relationship. I didn't have any kids. Okay. But, um, you know, I'll never forget that flight uh, in the Middle East. I mean, it was the longest flight, but the stewardess there were some of the most amazing people I've ever met. They went above and beyond for us on the plane. Um, we had some really good food. Uh, I mean, we we're like first class in there. Yeah, and yeah, then getting yeah. to, you know, getting to Kuwait and staging was a reality check because you're like, oh, wow, I'm not in Texas no more. I'm in I'm in a desert. <laughs> it's yeah. 110 degrees out here. I mean, it's hot. You work, you walk from, I mean, not even 10 yards and you're just drenched in sweat. Yeah, yeah. And, and being away from the family was rough because at the time I was there, I mean, your only means of communication was writing, but we didn't have time to write our first three months. Yeah. Um, we didn't even have any, any uh, a secured place to, to, to stay. We were just staying in half, half shelter, yeah. uh, tents. I mean you know, foxholes, all that stuff, like whatever, whatever building we got into and we felt like we can use it as shelter for whatever it is, a week, two weeks, we did it. And because you, it wasn't so, when you went out there, it was just, it was just started, right? So it wasn't really established there, right? When you had one. Yeah. So, so when, so when we, uh, when we came in, we were, uh, we're behind um, the Marines and I believe Third ID, which was in uh, from Georgia. Right. And they actually pushed all the way to Baghdad. So when we came in behind them, I mean, from Kuwait all the way to Baghdad, I mean, we didn't really see much contact. It was when we left Baghdad going up north to Tigray, uh, yeah. that's where we saw a little more. So, uh, you know, it, 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 was, it's one, it was one of those wars where go out people fire a few shots and then they leave they run right 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 it wasn't like some of the stuff i heard in afghanistan where they're 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 there until you know someone's yeah. gonna take some someone's gonna take some hits yeah so you know i'm just blessed that i didn't i i did experience a lot but there's others that have, have experienced worse than what right. i did and i mean you know a lot of stuff that i was around that i saw some stuff did bother it didn't mess me up and i think i had that survivor's guilt for almost 
six years, I felt like, why did, why was I the lucky one to make it? You know, cause I lost, I lost about five good people over there that I knew personally that I used to party with when I was at hood. Yeah. I mean, I knew their wives, their husbands. Um, like I knew these people and they were great people. And I, and for like six years when I came back, I, I dealt with that. And it was, it was depressing, man. Like, I felt like, why did I make it back? You know, why didn't I? And for a long time, I just asked that question until it probably was, you know, recently, maybe like 2012, 2013, when I finally decided to, uh, you know, go talk to somebody and understand that these talks aren't about like, all right, dude, you're messed up, dude. Like, oh, we're going to give you some medicine. It's not that. It's more of an outlet. It's more of a way of expressing everything that that, that you've been going through because a lot of times ex-military servicemen service women they hold it in or their their pride is they got so much damn pride they don't want anybody to know but you have to open up at one point or another and it's not that you're trying to you're not like i'm not going to sit here and try to tell you all these things just to make me sound like a badass but i'm going to tell you my experience and who knows maybe you've been into a somewhat similar experience and it's something that we can talk and relate to yeah and i highly recommend veterans to take advantage of the va that's why the va is there the va is there for a reason and that's another issue that we have is we don't have enough veterans in there taking advantage of those services yeah now you 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 mentioned like um where um you were saying that you know a lot of people have pride um as far as like going to see help do you uh because i know me like the same thing. I, I went down there three times. Um, I really wasn't into like, you know, in the action like type prior you were because I was combat support. But I know um I know a couple of people that did, and you know, I know when cause the lead the role that I was in, you know, I had to help a lot of my soldiers going through because they was going through like divorces out there, you know, financially, you know, their wives taking either all their money, they come back zero something like that and then you know coming back with the reintegration of being separated that was kind of a a big um a turnover to be patient let everything you know play itself out and a lot of people couldn't handle that you know I had to to tell a couple of my soldiers like hey you know there's help for you you just have to be you have to let me know or let somebody know but a lot of a lot of people didn't want to do that because of their pride and then they end up just more spiraling out until they get to that point where they really need help and then we have to at least force them. Do you, um, do you, well, do you, was by saying that, what do you think is some of the reasons why people don't like going to counseling? I know from my point of view, I was like that. I, it was a, a kind of a like, oh, I think it's kind of like crazy to do that. I can figure it out on my own. It's, it's, in yeah. My way. That's what I was Yeah, it, it, I, exactly. I mean, I was infantry, so I was with nothing but dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I saw firsthand, I saw a man break down because he found out his wife was leaving him while we we're deployed. Yeah. Um, we found out that, you know, just yeah. that Dear John letter, you yeah. know? And that Dear John letter at a time like that, I mean, it's it hurts. Right. But as far as, a lot of my brothers that I still talk to now, most of them, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not, they don't go with the VA. 
and they don't go to the VA because they're in denial and they're in denial of, of a simple reason that, that they, like what you said, they think they could treat themselves. Right. You know, they think a bottle of Jack, a few beers a night before you go to bed, you know, let me self meditate how I want to do things Mm -hmm. and I'm okay, but, but it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, luckily I'm into fitness. I mean, I, I love fitness and, and fitness to me is more than, than trying to look good. It's about staying active. It's about uh, regaining some clarity up here. And once you regain that clarity, then you're able to kind of think about everything that's going on in your life. Right. And that's what happened is I got really heavy into fitness back in 2010. So when 2012 came along, you know, because I believe fitness saved my life. And I've had my ups and downs still with dealing with depression since then, but it wasn't anywhere as bad from 2004 to 2010. And I feel to this day, fitness is my outlet. It's something that I do just to kind of take my mind off of stuff. Yeah. But I'm also, but I also speak to a professional, um, you know, therapist about stuff that I go through on a daily basis because it never goes away. Mm. I mean, we can cover it up. We can move on from things. And whether you saw combat or not, I tell a lot of veterans, the fact that you left for X amount of months or for a year, over a year, and you had no family, I mean, it's, it's a shock to what you're used to. And, um, dude, I came back home from my deployment and I felt like I didn't even recognize my own family. Like my mom lost a lot of weight. She cut her hair. Mm -hmm. My dad, he shaved his mustache and I've known him my whole life with a mustache. So I was like, what? My niece was like full blown. Like she got taller. My sister, like my family looked different. And I was like, Jesus, was I away that long? And that stuck with me too. But, um, I mean, all I can, all I can like, all I can say to, to veterans out there listening in is just go get the help, man. It's there. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to go and you don't have to, don't think that you're going to just be in a, be in a circle talking with a bunch of other people. Everything's completely private, but um, Hey, you need to go and let it out. Yeah. That, and that, that is uh very true because um I think uh, I first started my with my thing because like I said I was like one of those like oh I can deal with it myself um I just figure it out as long as while I'm doing my job so I know my last I think I started going my first was 2017 because I was kind of depressed because I was on recruiting duty and then I went to Seattle so when I went to Seattle, I was away from my family. I didn't really have nobody out there. So I was kind of like down my my home, my friends that are in the military, nobody was out there. Cause that was like the first time, like I really didn't really like get out and get to know people or like, I didn't really have nobody to talk to in the sense, unless it was on the phone, nobody really there. So I ended up going to see a council cause I was going through some things um, with the recruiting and then I was just down the army being in so long. I was just like ready to get out. That was one of the reasons why I retired like at 20 years because it just one of those things like I was tired then I was getting depressed and I was just like, man, I got I to gotta do something different. This is kind of depressing. I didn't really like being there or being fun. So I started talking to uh, a counselor like, 
maybe around August of 17, just, just the press, just talking to her about things and then things in the past from Iraq and then, you know, me not being uh, married anymore because I was trying to figure out, like, you know, is there someone out there for me? I wanted a kid and stuff like that. So I was just kind of second-guessing myself in my little way because it looked like I was spiraling when I when she actually talked to me and then she was like, it's good that I went and talked to her because it looks like that's what I was doing. I was like on a downward spiral and I didn't even know it. But to me, from the outside looking in, I was going to work, doing my thing and getting top recruiting awards. And I don't think nobody would have even known that. So that's one of the yeah. things. Uh, and that's one of the things I was like, wow. I, now that I look at it now and like how you were saying with the prideful thing, like you never know because everybody had, deals with mental well, their mental issues in different ways. Me, I just feel like if I just do, do good, be at the top of my game, but still when I go home, I just down, down, down. So that's how I got my, my help and it kind of put me back and then I got out and then I started going. That's when I went to your gym and then I just kept going from there because I, I still talk to her to, well, I still talk to the counselor like now, but that's what helped me get out of my spiral right there because I had to, I had to actually self-aware and be like, hey, this is the only thing left because everything else wasn't working. Going to the gym, all that wasn't working. I still was kind of depressed. So that's what helped me out. Yeah, I mean, and you have somebody looking outside, you know, yeah. my counselor. Talk to him every three months. And yeah, he's, he's probably in his 60s and 70s. Yeah. Cool ass dude, man. Cool ass dude. But he always puts me in my place. Yeah. And whether it's it's something that I need to hear or whether it's just like a quick, hey, how you been? You been all right? All right, cool. Just checking up on you. Um, I know if I have any issues going on and I'm open with him, he'll put some real talk, man, just out yeah. there. And it's like, you know, and it, it makes me feel better because a lot of times people go to specific professionals because they want to hear what they want to hear right and then they'll they'll stop going and they'll go to the next person because they're like no no i don't believe that i don't believe that i'm gonna go to somebody that hey yes it's kind of like with weight loss (laughs) like everyone's like hey what's the magic trick no rob what do i need to eat and it's like they've been to so many different people like they're telling you this is what you need to eat so why why does hearing it from me change it's you need to make that change in your lifestyle Right. Kind of like therapy. Like if you want the help, you got to go get it. But if you think that you know it all and you're going to get through it, I mean, chances are you're just uh, you're just putting air in a flat tire, man. Right. That's very true. <laughs> you are right about that. Well, I know the other day you had a story on your Instagram when you were talking about the gentleman that you seen in the neighborhood when they moved in. And then you yeah. noticed that he had issues. Now thinking about that, because I, I know I, I know how the, the story ended when you had Sonya uh your IG story. Do you have anybody besides that person that you could come to mind that you uh that you've seen the ish like maybe seen the like the um, spiraling or the issues come up and you helped out and they came out good or bad? Do you do you have Man. any yeah, uh, no, just yeah, no, just, I mean, just recently, I, I reached out to, uh, well, a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. well, he's a brother, he's a battle buddy, yeah. uh, we were at the, we, we got to, we got to Fort Hood around the same time, I, I mean, I've known him since 2000 and 2002, 2001, okay. anyways, um, 
we got out, he got out before me. Um, and just recently we had our reunion and our reunion was, you know, none of the guys had seen each other over years. This was back in 2015. Okay. And uh, so at this reunion, you know, granted, we're a lot older, you know, we're not 18, 19, we're more like 35, 36, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we got to the reunion and it was the same old guy, same old guy, man, just yeah. getting drunk, wanting to uh, just you know, act childish. Well, long story short, man, I just found out recently that, that he got locked up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he got put away for about seven months, just warned and just, uh, he had a warrant for his arrest, but, yeah. um, he had, he had gotten like his third DWI and, you know, and I'm not going to take up too much time on his personal issues, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. what, what it is, is that, is that the shit is getting worse. Like from when I saw him, from what I've been hearing about him to what yeah. just recently happened three months ago or six months ago. Um, I mean, he's either going to be in jail for the rest of his life or he's going to be dead. That's, that's the route that he's going. And, and I think I told a lot of my brothers that like the ones that we're close with, I said, and that's where he's on track for. He needs to change his life. And he's, yeah. he, he needs to give up all that alcohol, all that, you know, like he, there's just some people that they can't mix with it. Like they just can't like me. I'm gonna be honest, dude. You give me some tequila, yeah, man. It's it's not gonna be good. Oh yeah, but, no. You know, <laughs> but you know, if, if 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 I have a few beers, I'm fine as long as I, hey, keep it down, you know. But there's some right, people right. that they just they just can't mix with it. So, anyways, he's just one of those that needs to give it all up, and he needs to just he needs to be sober. He needs to have that sober life, and he just yeah. needs to start over again. So, anyways, I mean, I'm seeing. I was seeing a little spiral effect on him. And then uh, I got another battle buddy that, um, you know, he's living in denial. I mean, he claims he's okay, but again, he just has that real strong personality. Like, you know, I'm going to fix myself. I'm going to take care of myself. I mean, yeah. he, goes, he goes to the doctor regular because he has kidney stones, but yet he thinks that he knows how to take care of himself. It's just a lot of pride, a lot of ego, man. That's how it's, that's how you know us infantry guys are man yeah. i mean we're just very stubborn dude like if you tell us i'm gonna get you from point a to point b i'm gonna find a way to get us to point a point b like a shortcut you know? right, like, right, right, right. we're gonna do it our own way but yeah i mean it's uh i mean there's just so many guys out there struggling dude yes yeah, it's, it's uh it's kind of like that on my side a little bit, you know, some of them are, are actually doing well, some not, but you know, some of them, I know this one guy, he's almost the same way he, uh, DUI, he just got another one. And then, you know, he just got a, uh, domestic violence too. And I, I had to talk to him, like it happened like a month ago. I'm like, dude, you got another one. So I've been talking to him regularly just to keep his spirits up, but you know, he, but I told him because you know he'd be on Snapchat doing shots, and I tell him every time like, yeah. bro, that's why you got your third DWI, so you got to start thinking about you know changing whatever you need to do. You need to talk to somebody some help because you know none of us are around him right now. He out there Fort Bliss, you know, and that's what he do every time. Like, man, you gotta find some other ways. Like you guys, right, talk, talk, at least talk to somebody. Start there and then go from there. But, but at the end of the day, they are grown. So, yeah, yeah, that's that was, and I mean, and I, 
yeah, you that was a turning point for me. I had it had I had the click in my head like, hey, so that's probably what people are gonna have to do eventually. They, you only you only can help for so long and at the end. Absolutely, dude. At the end of the day, man, you gotta take care of yourself. Like your wife can't take care of you, your your siblings can't, your mom and dad can't, I mean your kids sure as hell can't. You have to step up to the plate and own it you got to first own everything that you know every single thing that has happened in your life you just have to swallow it all right now which direction am I going to go and I think the reason why I chose this challenge for this month was not so much just mental health and wellness but yes it, it had to do with that but more so it was about maybe impacting those one two three people yeah. i mean if i could at least get one person to just take in this challenge i mean who knows what doors it opens up for them later on i mean i right, have right, messages right. from other people telling me man you know hey I, i've been on top of this since you started i haven't done nothing for the past 15 20 years yeah. you know and to me it's 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 life-changing man and that's the type of stuff we need in this world we need we need not so much positive influencers on social media. We don't need that. Yeah. We need leaders. We need leaders out there, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk. Yeah. But 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 they're doing it with intention of being good, of being being the best version of themselves, not doing it because I want yeah. to try to get X amount of likes on social media or followers or whatever. And that's um it's just the world we live in now, but I just, you know, I want to really just work on changing as many people as I can, whether it's a physical change, whether it's yeah. an emotional change, mental change. And um, yeah, dude, that's kind of like where I stand ever since, ever since I've known you. I mean, I, I was that way with my, with my business, but yeah. I've always been passionate with fitness. I've been passionate of helping those that, you know, want to be the best versions of themselves. But yeah. I always, I, I'm also very hard, very upfront because I want to be honest. I don't want to just give you a bag of cookies and say, oh, yeah, you can eat, you can eat these, you'll be okay. Like, no, yeah. you can't eat that crap. Like, you're not going to be okay. Or, you know, if you half ass the workout, you're, you half assed it. Like, just FYI, you could have done better. And I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, good job. Yeah. You know, that was great. Yeah. What brought you to Mission 22? And are you an ambassador or? This, how, how, how did it happen where brought you to Mission 22? What brought that upon you as far as the um, process for it? Yeah, no. So uh, I stumbled across a website. Um, okay. It was, uh, I actually saw an ad on Facebook and I saw this one. I, I guess they did like a burpees challenge last month. Yeah, like I've seen that. 25. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, all right, that's cool. But it wasn't the workout I was interested in. It was, yeah. it was the, the mission, the hey, this is what we're doing. So I went to their webpage and I just, you know, they're, they're a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. and they help veterans uh, find resources. Yes. And besides VA, there's other private resources out there that we can utilize because um, there's veterans that can't get to the VA. Like I know for me, it takes me like an hour to get there and that's with no traffic. Yeah. Um, when there's traffic, it's, I mean, I might as well be at the VA all day long. Right, right, but, right. Um, it's, it's providing resources, um, helping with money as well, too, because depending yeah. on the type of condition you're in, um, I mean, financially, maybe 
maybe you're not getting help from the VA, so you may need help from that aspect. Mm -hmm. It was just a win-win situation. Okay. And I, I, I saw it, and I'm not an ambassador. Um, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just supporting, supporting their view, their mission. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward in being part of, of their organization, um, just maybe starting up some fundraisers for them. Uh, I'm not going to get, I don't want to get like too involved as, as far as I can be like a, an ambassador because I just got yeah, too yeah. much stuff on in my life, but um, I'll help them out to the best of my ability. I want to say after uh, my first day of taking uh, donations, I mean, I went, I hit uh, twice over my goal. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it, 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 I, people are watching, people are reading, and as as far as as long as I'm spreading this message for the this whole month of May, whether you want to hear about how my day of running wins or not, I'm going to yeah. continue to let people know what I'm doing, just so that by the end of this month, hopefully, there's one person out there that I impacted, and I you never know, I may have saved their life as well. Yeah. That would be that from looking at the page and like how you said, like there are resources out there. They got the veteran crisis line. Um, they have the stop soldier suicide line. I looked on there from their oil page. And then, you know, you also have 911. You know, if it, it depends on where you at and stuff like that. Um, I know I looked on there, then it raised almost $10 million so far. Then it helped out like over 5,000 veterans and families served. So, like I said, it's a good program for veterans. Um, it's a it's a great way how they try to you know help out as far as like burpee challenges, push-ups, the walkathon. So it's great to have powerful messages on there too. So you can go on mission twenty-two at, at mission twenty-two on IG. Um, like I said, you have uh, Rob Pena. He's a fitness guy. Uh, does it all. You go RP Athletic. It was nice having you, bro. Great talk. Yeah, and then, all right, and then peace out, man. Thanks for thanks for letting me on, for joining us. Yes, sir, thank you. All right, now. Okay, I know that was the end of the episode. Like I said, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. And we just, like I said, man, you know, I told my story, Rob told his. And just remember, man, remember right there, my ladies and gentlemen, if you need help, don't, don't be prideful. Just go out there and get some counseling from a professional. Um, talk to your pastor or anybody that's um, that can help you out if you're going through depression, uh, family issues, divorces, anything that's that's bringing you down where you if where thoughts of suicide or anything is is crossing your mind. Because at the end of the day, your life is more valuable than anything. You can get help. You know, there's people out there for you. You can talk to anyone. And like I said. Mission 22 is for veterans, but just think there's there's uh things out there for anybody. You don't just have to be a veteran for to get a mental health awareness. And like I said, um, go out there. If you need help, find it. Coming from me, doing my military time and also just being life. You know, I've seen a lot of my friends, you know, the thing that come up is like, wow, I've seen those issues, but I didn't think it was that bad. You know, just just ask somebody, hey, are you okay? That 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 goes a long way, trust me. It goes a long way with some people. You know, because it shows that you care. And then you know the next step is talk to them, let them start talking to you. Then the next step after that is uh getting help from a counselor. 
professionals that are out there, you, you know, that's the start of the process of helping you get to be better mentally. Thank you for the podcast. And like I said, I'm just feeling Faisha. It was great doing it. And y'all have a nice day. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and follow the podcast. Also, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Girl Blogger and check out our website, www.theblackgirlblogger.com. And the most important step, make sure you share the podcast with someone you know and tell them to share with someone they know. And if you know someone who has an amazing story to tell, or if you yourself would love to tell your story, leave us a message on our website or any of our social media platforms so we can reach out to you and have you on the podcast. Until next time, peace out.